Welcome to the Or Personalities Podcast. Listen in as empath and author Stacy Sadler dives into the different or personalities of her guests. Learn how we each uniquely operate in relationships, careers, learning styles, parenting, and spirituality based on the layers of light that surround us. Thank you for your loving, honoring presence today. So the mental family, and that's going to include the mental emotional family. So self-esteem and then introversion and extroversion. So the, the physical or the mental family, um, they also are going to look less outside of them for validation. Um, they are going to observe, they are going to very much, um, look at their, if they can, if they can make a list of traits or a list of goals and they can check off those traits or those goals, then they are very much going to feel good about themselves. So have I done what is expected of me? And this is where things get tricky for them um, with self-esteem is if they aren't sure what the rules are. So that is so stressful. If I don't know what the rules are, how do I know if I'm doing well and how, so then I don't know if I'm, if I'm, um, if I'm approved of. And that approval is more internally driven though than it is um, externally driven, okay? Okay, um, let me think with, so introversion and extroversion. Um, yeah, it's really interesting thinking about that question for like the mental family, like introversion. Um, they, it's, it, it's kind of almost more to think of like, there are certain personalities that need validation from the outside of them and then other personalities don't. So what I just said about the mental family, when they can check out their list and they can say, yeah, I'm getting this. But on top of that, um, they also like that to be acknowledged by others. You're getting this right. You've checked off your list. You've, you've, you've met the criteria. Okay. So that is important to them too. So I guess that is a little bit of external validation seeking. Um, but it's far more important for them to be matching the list themselves. So they Think of them. They love systems. They create systems. And so if they're getting the rules right in the system, they feel good. Okay. Um, okay. So let me see. Let's see. Um, so as primary green amber, I find I need a committee to help me make decisions and acknowledge what I choose. I thought this was more my secondary crystal. No, that is so, that is so green amber. Um, that is so the body family. They are the validation seekers and it's verbal and they'll worry verbally out loud um, about the little details, all the details. They just are like, okay, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? And it's, it's really sweet when you know it because you can just give it. You know, you can just give that, you can just, or you can say, Hey, you know, if you're on the outside of that, you could say, Hey, well, you don't need to just know that I love what you're doing. You know, like you can do a blanket statement for them and just keep doing what you're doing. You can, you can, you don't have to necessarily get into that verbal engagement with a body color in order to give them all the validation that they need, but you can let them know blanket. Like, I trust you. I really like you, you know? And what's cool is I often feel that way, just that way about them, <laughs> about the body family. It's just like, I, I like you. You're doing great. 
Um, I'm a blue, amber, yellow. I can't relate to making lists at all. Goals stress me out. Actually, the best I can do is have a mindset about something I want to do. Systems box me in. Um, yeah, and that's fine. I That's fine um, what your comment is about that. Um, they, I mean, that has a lot to do with your secondary yellow. Like, yellows get really stressed with expectations. And so... Um, because then they're like, am I getting this right? Am I getting this right? Am I getting this right? And it feels, it does feel restricting to them. So that just kind of, no, that's probably your yellow. Let's see. Oh, this is such a good question. So how, so in the mental family, how would you create a system so that a mental, mental spouse, so that a spouse that's mental first will feel good within the relationship or successful? That's such a good question. So you, you, what you would do on the outside of that is you would get involved in their list, you know? So I don't know. Um, I even question that when you, the other person said that they don't make lists or they don't think in lists that you do have a criteria. You guys are very much like, am I meeting, am I meeting these expectations? So maybe just with your yellow, you haven't let yourself see what those expectations are really clearly like in a bullet list form but I know that you have them um so with so if my spouse were a mental color I would want to get really clear on what is this mental list so um so think of it they love systems so if they're involved in any kind of a system so whether it's a exercise system a religious system a career system a logic system um any kind of what are the values there to them? What are the priorities to them? And what are they doing to evaluate themselves? And then, um, and then when you know that for them, then you, then you let them know, then you either can support them and be a part of that system with them. That feels really good to a mental person actually to be a part of their system and say, I accept your system and I'll be a part of that system with you. Cause I can see the value it has for you. Or you can, um, you can just, I'm trying to, so I'm being careful here right now because I don't want to say, um, cause not everybody is as affected by verbal affirmations. Okay. And I would definitely say the mental family isn't as affected by verbal affirmations. So they don't necessarily need to hear, um, from you. So it's more like you joining them and supporting them and letting them know that, um, you that system has value to you or you can see the value it has for them okay um so hopefully that answered that a little bit yeah for you i just had i'm just gathering my head seeing if there's any more i want to say about that if i have more i'll let you know um and then so so introversion extroversion once again with them they are um they're gonna look really similar to the past to the physical environment too in that they don't need they don't need people to rejuvenate but they don't mind and they just like to choose when and if they have that so it, i wouldn't say it's a strong and with mental people i probably would put them toward being more extroverts um because they don't get drained by people as much as some of the other personalities do so I might put them more as extroverts, but, you know, and then depending on the group, you know, these are, ver this is a verbal group, the mental family, meaning they, 
they banter. Um, they, they banter, they dialogue, they debate, um, they discuss, they, um, they tell story, you know, like what's, what's going on with this person? How can I see what's clearly going on? What are the, what are the events surrounding the situation? So that's how they're, that's how they're perceiving their world, right? So they're, it's in conversation. So even though that doesn't look like they're a partier, less an extrovert, they're, they're engaging and they do get rejuvenated by those kinds of interactions, but then they are also fine to be in that place of thinking things through and on their own. So they go kind of in between the two, I think. Um, yeah. And self-esteem, why is there, it's going to be connected to their mind. They're going to be thinking, um, these are the things that I value and that are important. And so am I getting them done? You know, getting them done. Am I, am I able to check off my list? Okay. Okay. So let's see. Let me make sure I'm getting questions today. Um, okay. Getting into a mental person system is tricky because even simply by joining them, it feels so, so contradictory to your vibe. Um, well, I mean, that's a choice, right? Like whether you want to get into somebody else's world. I mean, somebody was asking about their spouse. So I was just saying, um, for me, I, yeah, joining them means like you say, I accept what you've chosen. That's what joining means. It doesn't mean that you have to adopt everything about it unless you just choose to, and that's fine with you. And you can agree with the morals or the values of that system too. But um, it's more about just understanding where they're coming from, I guess, than anything, and saying that this is really important for them. With mental people, it is stressful when um, things go outside of what their realm of what is acceptable is. Um, it's very stressful to them, whereas other personalities, it's not stressful if other people are going outside of what's comfortable for you. You're, you just do what you do, and... There isn't a lot of approval seeking in it, but and the mental family, I wouldn't say they're approval seeking, but they're, but they're concerned with what's right for them. Okay. And, and supporting that is really important to, for them. If you're in a close relationship with them, I'm sorry, you guys are I'm getting your comments about the mental right now. Let me read, read this resistance to change impulse or quick decisions. Yes. Strong resistance. The mental family has a strong resistance to change, to impulses or quick decisions. Yes, that is what I mean. Being married to someone that's mental or having a child that's mental, because a lot of times um, you'll have a child who's mental, and so it'll feel almost like they're the adult because they want to keep things. They want to keep the system going. I remember really early on realizing, like, if you have a, a teenager that's a mental color give them give them responsibilities and tasks to follow through with um and they'll and even explain to them that you have these gifts and i may not as the parent but i can but i can give you those responsibilities and that does not make you better than me but it makes but it means because you're really good at carrying through with things and making sure that what said was going to happen happens so those things are just of high concern to them and um it's just really important to realize that even if you don't relate to that, and I know a lot of people who will watch something that I teach are not going to relate to that. Um, even if you have a mental color in your first two layers, you probably have a lot of 
emotional or spiritual in your outer layers. And so um, this isn't going to feel hard and fast to you. The people that I'm talking about, they're probably not even going to be watching something like this. Okay. So you just have to realize that they're in a different realm than you and they're, they're, it is stressful for them. Change is really stressful for them. Somebody doing something all of a sudden is really stressful to them. Having to make a quick decision, so stressful for them. And, and if, so, so it doesn't matter what your beliefs or how fluid or how free-spirited you feel. You want to realize that's creating stress for them. This person's in my life. I love them. I need to understand this is what's happening for them. Whereas a lot of times we'll go into that they feel rigid or they're, they're unbending or, um, you know, but it's because they're experiencing this world differently than you. <laughs> That's what creates stress for you is feeling like they're unbending, right? So that might happen. But the thing is, is that the more you can communicate this stuff, the differences between you, you can allow both can, you can cohabit the same space. Like you can be in the same space, but you just realize that I can't throw spontaneity on a mental color very often, you know, unless they happen to have a secondary yellow or something like that. Um, you, you, you recognize that this is, you know, this is what, this is who I'm with, or this is the child that I have. And so even though I can, I can, handle change or I can have real spontaneity you recognize that you're creating a lot of stress for them so and the more you talk about these kinds of things the more a mental person can mentally put that in its place then and understand well this is where someone else is coming from they're really good at being able to do that they're very because they're not emotionally attached to it okay stress is emotion what the emotion is for the mental family (laughs) um we put so other those of us in those relations we put our needs aside to respect them and their experience yeah sometimes and then sometimes you don't sometimes you do what you need to do and have them have an experience of understanding that someone operates differently than them um all of this for them has to be explained through a mental filter um in order for them to start seeing this if you are ever trying to explain this from an emotional filter or a body filter or a spiritual filter it's not going to register it has to come through that mental filter for them i actually it's kind of one of my fun things to do is talk to somebody who's in the mental family and match them and know what they need to hear in the way that they need to hear it and i think my indigo might kick in and help me to be able to do that um in practice <laughs> okay so let's see um so we covered introversion, extroversion with them, and self-esteem. Um, and then let's read this. My green, blue husband must research leisure activity options when we vacation. It's the only way he can fully relax, enjoy his choice, and play. Right. So they got to know what they're getting into. That's great. To discover the layers of light that surround you, listen in to the Or Personalities and Diving Into Or Personalities podcasts. Get Stacy Sadler's book, Or Personalities, and schedule a consultation via the www.orpersonalities.com website. And join the private Facebook group for in-depth discussions with others called Or Personalities 